This is Rama for Today. And said, Brother Hagin, uh, uh, well, we want you to know one thing. See, you knew I knew he visited all these. We want you to know you never did, we never did speak against you. I said, I know you didn't. You didn't have anything to speak against me about. But I said, dear brother, sister, did you ever stop to think about it? I'm pastor of the church. When you spoke against the church, then you're speaking against me because I'm pastor of the church. God put me there. I know God put me there. Well, we were just wrong. Would you forgive us? I said, sure. Would. Now, we didn't, we didn't get into your ties. I said, well, all of these folks, uh, and I mentioned some of them, have never since I've been there ever put a dime into the church. Oh, he said, well, I guess they gave their money to us. I, but said, they didn't tell us it was their tithes. I said, well, that's what it was. But don't let that bother you. If they weren't going to put them in a church, I'd rather them give them to you or give them to somebody anyway. Don't let that bother you at all. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on love the way to victory. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. You know what we need to do is before we do anything, we, especially when it comes to, to brothers and sisters in the Lord, but this says to his neighbor, that means to anyone, anyone. But we should ask ourselves the question, how is this going to affect them? Because love worketh no ill to his neighbor. I remember I went to pastor one particular church. The Lord sent me there. And uh, the, the farmer pastor, he had some difficulty there. And about half the people was farming. About half the people weren't. And uh, so he couldn't stay because they had an election. He didn't get reelected. And so he stayed there and lived there. And he'd visit this half of the people that's for him. And they'd give him their tithes and offerings. I noticed some of them didn't even come to church. But they still remember they're all right. But they never put in their tithes here. Or never put in any offerings. And, and so we had a, a convention there. Or that is sectional convention. A rally or fellowship meeting there in our church. And the head official of that particular denomination said to me, called me off and talked to me because I didn't tell him. Someone else told him. And he said, Brother Egan, if you just say so, all you've got to do is just say so. We'll just take his papers away from him. That is, they would dismiss him from the fellowship. They would not renew his credentials. In fact, they would take his credentials away from him. They said, he's good. I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, if he keeps going like he's going, he's going to, not going to make it anyway. But I'm not going to contribute to his downfall. Because then I get involved. It, it, it affects me spiritually. It affects me uh, physically. And I don't like sickness. I was sick the first 17 years of my life almost. And I don't like it. And I said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pray for him. And uh, instead of contributing to his downfall, I'm going to contribute to him standing and endeavor to help him to stand. Amen. Well, in the process of time, I had the opportunity to do so. He, he was also a carpenter. and He didn't have any meetings or anything. And so he built a house. And those days we had a lot of paper and so he wanted it, but there's no paper hanging there just after the war, just after World War II. And I said to him, I'll, I'll canvas and paper your house for you. I was fully equipped to do that. 
And so I canvassed and papered his whole house. When I got to, he said, how much do I owe you? I said, you don't owe me anything. The Lord told me to give it to you. And he and his wife broke down and began to cry. And said, Brother Hagin, uh, uh, well, we want you to know one thing. See, you knew I knew he visited all these. We want you to know you never did, we never did speak against you. I said, I know you didn't. You didn't have anything to speak against me about. But I said, dear brother, sister, did you ever stop to think about it? I'm pastor of the church. When you spoke against the church, then you're speaking against me because I'm pastor of the church. God put me there. I know God put me there. Well, we were just wrong. Would you forgive us? I said, sure. Would. Now, we didn't, we didn't get into your ties. I said, well, all of these folks... Uh, and I mentioned some of them, have never since I've been there ever put a dime into the church. Oh, he said, well, I guess they gave their money to us, I, but said they didn't tell us it was their tithes. I said, well, that's what it was. But don't let that bother you. If they weren't going to put them in a the church, I'd rather them give them to you or give them to somebody anyway. Don't let that bother you at all. Now, before you all leave, because they sold this house, really, come back up here and preach in the church. Oh, no, we're not going. They don't like us. I said, I know better. I wouldn't even let that half that didn't like him talk against him. If they started, I'd stop them and say, no, no, you don't speak against him. You know, uh, when Saul was backslidden, David wouldn't harm him. David said, touch not mine anointed, do my holy prophets no harm. And I said, come on back up there and preach. I said, in, in fact, I built up goodwill in the people that didn't like him. I, I built up goodwill to them. And, and, and you see, we're to be peacemakers loves a peacemaker. So I persisted and both of them came back up there and preached. He preached in the morning, she preached at night. So I said to him, and, and, uh, and he said to him, when he got a priest, he said, folks, I want all of you to forgive me. I've been wrong. Now, wasn't that a whole lot better? Praise God, love wins. Love never fails. I've been wrong. I was wrong. I want everybody to know I was wrong. And I want y'all to forgive me. I, I said God couldn't bless the church. I ought to still be here at Pastor. I thought that, but I, it's probably my own thinking. He said, after all, I see here God's a blessing. The church is full. It was never full when I was here. It was never full when I was pastor here over a three-year period. The church is full. I'm glad of it. I want everybody to know that I'm thrilled with what God's doing. Love wins. Can you say amen? amen. Well, they didn't get out of the ministry. They went on to build a church in another place eventually and to be blessed. That's a whole lot better. I'm not going to contribute to the downfall of anybody. I tell folks all the time, I wouldn't even deny it if they told on me that I killed my grandma. I wouldn't even take time to deny it. I'm just going to keep praising God and worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. And going on enjoying the blessings of God and let folks say what they want to and do what they want to. Amen. Amen. Love is the best way and it's our way. Now here's a verse over here. And while I'm talking, why don't you turn back over to 1 John. The first epistle of John, real quickly. First epistle of John. I want you to see something that maybe you've seen, maybe you haven't seen before. But here, we, we read this 14th verse, you know. Where he said, we know that we pass from death unto life because we love the brethren. He goes on talking about love in this third chapter. And in this fourth chapter, he talks about love. He talks about being made perfect love. In the 18th verse, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. 
You see, love is a fruit of the Spirit, the very first fruit of the Spirit that shows up in our born-again spirit. And uh, fruit can grow. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice this. Look at the 16th verse of this fourth chapter of 1 John. And we have known, we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear for fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loveth God loveth his brother also. Hallelujah. Now I want you to notice this, this very fact, that we not only believe in God, but we believe in love. Hallelujah. Do you believe in love? Well, practice it then. Practice it. Because that's the only thing that's going to win out in the end. It'll look like sometimes it's not winning. Love, as we said before, reading there from, from Romans, worketh no ill to his neighbor. No ill. Any shape, form, or fashion. If you're going to walk in health, if your faith's going to work, and remember there's a scripture that said, faith worketh by love. Then if you're not in love, your faith won't work. If my faith and prayers didn't work, this would be the first place that I'd look. I tell folks teaching constantly, you go through the four gospels and seek the scriptures out, write them down, that Jesus said relative to faith, and this is the only hindrance he ever mentioned. That doesn't mean there are not other hindrances. But that means he warned us where the greatest danger was. Amen? Amen? I remember my wife and I were holding a meeting in the western part of the United States. And there was a young couple there. They, they're ministers. Both of them are ordained ministers, actually, with their full gospel denomination. They're not pastors of the church. They're just going to this church. We had met them before preaching conventions for that particular full gospel denomination. They invited us out. We went to eat with them, have a little sandwich after church. And she said to me, Brother Hagin, you've got me all confused. Well, I said, no, I haven't got you confused. You're just confused before I got here. <laughs> the Word of God just showed it up, the light of God's Word. But what's the matter? Well, said, you quoted the Scripture tonight in my message. Uh, and, and you'll find that the 15th verse, we read the 14th verse of 1 John 3, the 15th verse said, He that hateth his brother is a murderer. You know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. And when I quoted that, the Spirit of God inspired me to stop and say, that means mother-in-law too. I said, well, I said it. I'll plead guilty. I sure did. What's your problem? She said, I hate my mother-in-law. Now, here's an ordained minister of the gospel, but I hate my mother-in-law. Well, I said, if you do, you're a murderer. You don't have eternal life abiding in you. Well, I was 
born in a full gospel parsonage. Her parents were pastors of a full gospel church, brought up in the full gospel parsonage, graduated from school, went to Bible school, one of the best Bible schools in the land of the day. There she met her husband. I said, I don't care how many schools you graduated from. If you hate your mother, I knew she really didn't. But I've got to get her located so she can see herself. I said, if you really do, then you're a murderer. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagen and Pastor Hagen and the rest of the Hagen family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagen's two-CD set called How to Know the Will of God. Next is Kenneth Hagen's CD entitled A Place Called There. And last but not least, Lynette Hagen's book God's Positioning System. All three resources are for the special price of $16.50. That's 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And I want to thank all of you that have partnered with us. Somebody said, well, what's a partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us. Yes. And then somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help that's us right. continue to support Rama yes. all over the world. We have 250 Bible schools in 50 nations. Yes. In fact, the latter part of May, we were just went to Samoa and Australia. That's what our partner club member does. If you want to become one, just go to rhema.org slash WPC. Thank all of you that are partners, you that are going to join to be partners with us because you're helping us. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his life-changing series. That's Monday on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.